0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day.
1: The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. Mm -hmm. I am always rejoicing in the things of God, what God is doing. And what he has done is give you and I a day that we can rejoice. And we can exalt the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We, We are, come on this morning, this Tuesday morning. Let us exalt the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us make let, let God be what magnify. Let's make God big. Not God, I love that word. Let God be magnified. Make let God be big. In everything that you do. You know, the, the people that use the magnifying glass, what when they gonna use it is to make that object what large, big. And so when we say God, we magnify you, we're saying God, well, we want you to be so big in what we're doing, it's big in our life, big in every area of what we're doing. I'm preaching.
0: Yeah, and the more <laughs> magnified God is, the bigger God is in your life. Yeah, that's the less you got to worry about. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> so let God be big this morning as you get up. You let this be a quality decision mm-hmm. that you're going to make today. Mm-hmm. That I've, I'm endeavor to make God big today in my life, mm-hmm. big in what I'm doing. That's when people, no mistake, when they come mm-hmm. around you, they see a big God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we serve a God of increase, and he also desires for us to increase in what we do. We're going to open this morning with Matthew chapter 13, and we are going to start in verse 18, but we're going to be all up um, through there. We're going to start, though, in verse 18. Listen, then, to the meaning of the parable of the sower and i'm reading from the amplified version when anyone hears the word of the kingdom regarding salvation and does not understand and grasp it the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart this is the one on whom seed was sown beside the road so what is it talking about It's talking about the word of god regarding salvation So we first must know who we are in Christ to be able to build anything sustainable, to build anything of increase. It has to be anchored in our salvation, not what we do, but who we are. Our salvation is who we are. We're receiving from Christ who we truly are. We're turning away from every deception, every other source. And through our salvation, we are becoming one with god there's a oneness with god so we are anchored with him we must know that we are secure in christ before we move forward boldly to do anything or operate in faith move forward in any endeavor we have to know that we are one with god we are anchored to increase increase through our salvation do the wicked prosper yeah temporarily so we must know the difference and um, Pastor had John 10:10. 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus has come so that we could have life and we could have it more abundantly. So we must be anchored in our increase, is anchored mm-hmm. in our salvation. Because any other way, when the wicked increase is coming to a fall, if we increase any other way outside of the truth of God's word, it's insufficient. It's going to come to a fall. There's going to be a lack. You may have a lot of money, but you don't got no peace. There's going to be a lack somewhere. So our true increase is bound in our salvation. So we must know who we are in Christ. And that's not what we do or what we didn't do. It's who we are. Why? Because of Christ. Verse 20, "...the one on whom seed was sown on rocky ground, that is the one who hears the word and at once welcomes it with joy." Yet he has no substantial root in himself, but is only temporary. And when pressure or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he stumbles and falls away, abandoning the one who is the source of salvation. So the amplified version is bringing this word in salvation in the brackets, as it gives us more understanding of the text. So, our increase is anchored to our salvation. We can't abandon the one who has given us our salvation, who in turn gives us our increase. Sometimes we start to do something, God brings us in, he leads us in there, we're in there in obedience, and then we start thinking it's ourself. And then we choose to abandon God and continue on in our own way, or continue on in the counsel of people. I will say, well, why are you doing it like that? You should do it like this or this person does it like that or don't you see how they're doing it instead of being led by God instead of being anchored in your salvation knowing that this is a unique thing that God has assigned me on to do he is the creator of it he has the blueprint of it so I need to get that blueprint from him in the invisible realm and I need to bring it forth in the visible realm knowing that he will guide you and such But sometimes when people's opinions start getting in there or we start seeing how other people do stuff, then we say, oh, well, let me abandon the one and let me move in this direction because we think, oh, maybe it'll bring money faster. Maybe it'll bring opportunity faster. Maybe it'll bring growth faster. But we serve a steady God, (laughs) a God who has put systems in place that reproduce steadily. They're substantial and they they continue slow. A a seed don't grow into a, a mature plant bearing fruit in one day. God's system is steady. His system goes through seasons. So we cannot be deceived by um, the enemy and think that, oh, just because it's not happening fast doesn't mean that it's not happening right. Because a tree, those roots got to go down deep in order to stabilize a tall tree. The taller the building, the deeper the foundation is dug the deeper the foundation is set so the more that you're going to increase is going to be dependent on how your roots go down how the foundation is laid so other people aren't going to see it at first but what you're doing when nobody's looking determines your level when you come into view
1: i like the verse verse 19 as you look at verse (laughs) 18 therefore He says, Jesus explained the parable. He said, therefore, hear the parable of the soul. Verse 19. When anyone hears, what? The word of the kingdom. The word Mm -hmm. of the kingdom. Jesus teach kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he said, hear this. Anyone who hears the word of the kingdom Mm -hmm. and does not what? Understand it. So if you hear it, you have to get what? The understanding of it. If you hear it and you does not understand it, you do not understand it, this is what Jesus says. Make no mistake. This is what will happen. And I hope someone listening this morning, the wicked one comes and snatch, and snatch away that which was sown in the heart. Mm-hmm. So, I can be excited about the Word of God. I hear it, and I'm getting excited, but I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how it simple work. And since I don't understand how it works, then the wicked one, the devil, he's going to come and he's go- because he's a twister of the truth. That's why the word is called the wicked one. He's a twister. Wicker, furniture, is a twisted. The devil doesn't know truth. He can't speak truth, but he'll take a truth and twist it. And it sounds good when you hear it but it neither sound nor good. So Jesus says you have to have the understanding so that when a twisted should come to you, you can differentiate it, and you know, no, I will not accept it, you will cast it down. The Bible says we are to what? Cast down. What? All um, wild I, mm-hmm. imagination mm-hmm. and thought. That is coming up against what the word says. says yes.
0: yes. And then when you think about the wick of yeah. a candle. So a wicked is twisted away <laughs> yeah. from the truth, truth. But think about to twist that wick of a candle, it doesn't take a massive amount of strength. It doesn't take a massive amount on, of teacher. energy. It's just a slight
1: Turr. twist.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it, it don't you don't need a big machine to twist yeah. a wick of yeah. a candle. No. You could run it right through two fingers yeah. and it will twist. So it's, it's just those subtle turns of your mind away from the mind of Christ that produces a wicked mind, mind. little by little, twist and turn upon twist and turn, a little twist here, a little deviation, a couple degrees from the truth there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it, it, what seems like all of a sudden, but over the process of time, yeah. the mind becomes debased.
1: And that's why Jesus was... Specific here. He didn't say the devil. He used a word here. The wicked. Uh Think of the word, the choice that Jesus used. The wicked one comes down Mm -hmm. and snatch away that which was sown in the heart. Mm -hmm. And Jesus knows so very well because let's look at this now. This gets very interesting. And it gets deep. Mm-hmm. But we understanding understand the revelation, okay? In the wilderness, when the devil came, he says, It is written, if you throw yourself down, watch he's using the word now. Now we're talking about twisted, he's a wicked one. He says, If you jump off this pinnacle, throw yourself down, it is written that he will give his angel charge. <laughs> To pick you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. It is written. He just used the word. He, but it, like you say, that's so sweet, so great. It doesn't take a lot of power here to twist a little guy. <laughs> it's a slight. <laughs> he do. If you read that scripture, mm-hmm. you could see the slight deviation away from what it, from the truth, from the truth. That, that's why. That's why. Jesus had the full understanding of that word, and he couldn't get it.
0: -hmm. And then Jesus responded with the correct interpretation, revelation of the word. Because then he says in verse 4, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And he continues, every rebuttal that Jesus brought forth was the word of God with clarity and understanding, undoing that twist that the evil one put (laughs) on him. (laughs) Back in Matthew chapter 13, and now we are down on verse 21. Yet he has no substantial root in himself, but is only temporary. And when pressure or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he stumbles and falls away, abandoning the one who is the source of salvation. So we can't begin to put that root in ourselves. Our root needs to be in him. Our root to increase, our anchor to increase is through our salvation, which is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 22, And the one on whom seed was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the worries and distractions of the world and the deceitfulness, the superficial pleasures and delight of riches choke the word, and it yields no fruit fruit. So we're going to pick this back up on tomorrow. Our increase is anchored in our salvation. So our salvation is based on who we are through Christ Jesus, not what we do or what we don't do. It's who we are, who he is in the oneness with him. Make your day count. For the very best in contemporary Christian music, 91.5 FM, WMIE.
1: It's time to let the light in, let the light
0: in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin and friends. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. Join us today as we look at the Bible, life as a believer in Christ, and how to be relevant as the church reaching out to a modern world with the message,